Thank you for listening to Christian Family Church Podcast. Here at CFC, our mission is to live and communicate the power of the gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ to the world around us. From wherever you're listening, we hope you'll be encouraged by this week's message. Well, this morning we are beginning a new series and we're going to be looking at the book of Joshua. Um, it's an exciting book. There's some awesome stories and things that happen through the book of Joshua. Um, and uh, it's, it's got some awesome stories you might remember, some things you might um, have heard in, in Sunday school as a kid. Um, but I really pray that this series will encourage you, it will equip you, it will build you up and prepare you for what God has for you. Um, The book of Joshua really is about a new season for the people of God, for the people of Israel. Moses, the great leader of Israel, the one who led them out of Egypt, is dead. He's gone. He's, He's finished. And now God is calling Joshua to stand up and lead his people into the land that into the land that he'd promised to Abraham, Isaac and Jacob. And over the next 8 weeks, can I encourage you again to join a join a life group, be a part of a group, whether it's an official life group or you just say, "Hey, as a family, let's let's have a look at this study together. Grab, grab a copy. Maybe if you can even do it on your own if you don't have time to join with another group of people and and meditate, think over, reflect on these these words in the book of Joshua. And over these eight weeks, we're going to see that God isn't calling us to just do more and more and more and more for Him. But He's calling us to rest in Him. He's calling us to remember that His promises are true. And also to remember that the consequences that He's warned us of are true also. We're going to see how God cares about the details of our lives and anyone who turns to him will find life. So before we open up and and read some of the book of Joshua, how about we pray? Thank you, Lord. God, I just thank you so much for your presence with us, Lord. Lord, your love for every single one of us here today. And God, I just pray that as we look at the book of Joshua this morning and over the next eight weeks, not just on Sunday mornings, but through the week at life groups and on our own. And God, I just pray that you would speak to our hearts, Lord, that you would do something in us, that you would bring a courage and a strengthening like we've never known in our lives before, God. I just thank you, God, for your Holy Spirit that is here with us and you go with us wherever we are. And I just pray, Lord, that you would take your word and make it real and alive to us, Lord, I pray in Jesus' name. Amen. And the title of our series is Joshua, Be With God. And uh, if you're taking notes, I encourage you to write that down. Joshua, Be With God. And we're going to turn to Joshua chapter 1. If you've got your Bible there, let's open it up to Joshua chapter 1 and verse 1. Maybe you want to put a marker in there so you can find it over the next eight weeks as you're reading it through the week, as you're reading it in a life group. Let's go. Joshua chapter 1 verse 1. It says, After the death of Moses, the Lord's servant, the Lord spoke to Joshua, son of Nun, Moses' assistant. He said, Moses, my servant, is dead. Therefore, the time has come for you to lead these people, the Israelites, across the Jordan River into the land I am giving them. I promise you what I promised Moses. Wherever you set foot will be on land I have given you. 
from the Negev wilderness in the south to the Lebanon mountains in the north to the Euphrates River in the east to the Mediterranean Sea in the west, including all the land of the Hittites. No one will be able to stand against you as long as you live, for I will be with you as I was with Moses. I will not fail you or abandon you. Do you notice how much he focuses on how good Joshua is? He doesn't at all. <laughs> Just think if you're awake, you're paying attention. He says, I will be with you. I am giving you this land. I am going to do this. And he says in verse 6, Be strong and courageous, for you are the one who will lead these people to possess the land I swore to their ancestors I would give them. Be strong and very courageous. Be careful to obey all the instructions Moses gave you. Do not deviate from them, turning either to the right or to the left. Then you will be successful in everything you do. Study this book of instruction continually. Meditate on it day and night, so you'll be, a, so you'll be sure to obey everything written in it. Only then will you prosper and succeed in all you do. This is my command. Be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid or discouraged, for the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. Joshua then commanded the officers of Israel, Go through the camp and tell the people to get their provision ready. In three days you will cross the Jordan River and take possession of the land the Lord your God is giving you. Then Joshua called together the tribes of Reuben, Gad, and the half-tribe of Manasseh. He told them, Remember what Moses, the servant of the Lord, commanded you. The Lord your God is giving you a place of rest. He has given you this land. Your wives, children, and livestock may remain here in the land that Moses assigned to you on the east side of the Jordan River. But your strong warriors, fully armed, must lead the other tribes across the Jordan to help them conquer their territory. Stay with them until the Lord gives them rest, as he has given you rest, and until they too possess the land the Lord your God is giving them. Only then may you return and settle here on the east side of the Jordan River, in the land that Moses, the servant of the Lord, assigned to you. They answered Joshua, We will do whatever you command us. We will go wherever you send us. We will obey you just as we obeyed Moses. It's like, well, hang on, there's a great encouragement, isn't it? Great, you're going to obey me like you obeyed him? Not. Sorry. <laughs> and may the Lord your God be with you as he was with Moses. Anyone who rebels against your orders and does not obey your words and everything you command will be put to death. There's a bit of pressure. <laughs> so be strong and courageous. Thank you, Lord. And as we read the scripture, we need to realize what we are reading. We need to understand what we're reading. It's, it's not just some story. It's not some made-up um, book. It's not a book of... Uh, the, the book of Joshua is not poetry. It's not, it's not direct instruction for us either. When, over the last four weeks in our biblical formation class, we've been talking about the different genres of scripture and the different types of writings there are in the Bible and talked about how so much of it is meditative literature, that it's, it's, it's God's Word given to us, that we are meant to chew over it. We're meant to meditate on it, reflect on it. We're not meant to read it in isolation. We're meant to read it in community and discuss and, and talk about what God is speaking to us about through His Word. 
And I think as we go through this series, it's why it's so important not just to do it in isolation, just to hear the message on a Sunday morning then go away and not talk about it, but to chew it over and think about it. So today we're going to look at four things. There's four things I want us to look at, reflect on, to chew over and think about this morning. As we start the book of Joshua, it's really interesting. Two times God says, Moses is dead. He says, after the death of Moses, the Lord's servant. Then he says to Moses, uh, it says to Joshua, Moses, my servant, is dead. He's trying to make it pretty clear. He's gone. It's finished. It's over. That season is gone. And he says, the time has come for you to lead my people. I remember as a kid, and I'm sure maybe some of you have had this moment, um, I, I, I used to have some favorite t-shirts. In fact, there's one that's still in my cupboard. Um, it was a pretty special one. You know those t-shirts you get from those really special occasions, and you're like, what do I do with that? Um, but I wonder if you've ever had a t-shirt, a pair of pants. I remember I had a, a pair of jeans as a kid. I reckon I was about six years old, and I had about 17 pairs of pockets, and I thought they were the coolest pants ever. Um, but I wonder if you ever had a T-shirt, a pair of pants like that, and you're like, they're the coolest ever. And, and your mum or your dad started saying, you know what? I think you've outgrown them. And you're like, no, I haven't. And she's trying to squeeze your arms in the armholes and it's like about three sizes too small for you. Is anyone having any flashbacks? Anyone ever do that? Not just me. Yep, a couple of you. Sometimes we can be in denial about the place that we are in. Sometimes we can be in denial about what used to fit no longer fits. And in this moment, Joshua could very easily have been in denial and sort of thinking, no, Moses is our leader. I can't do this. I can't do this. He could have tried to put it off. You know, Joshua had been one of Moses' go-to guys for about 40 years. He'd been one of the guys that Moses uh, sent into the Promised Land as one of the spies. And he and Caleb were the only ones that came back and gave a, a good report that focused on not the giants, but the good things in the land that God was giving them. It kind of reminds me of Pastor Mike's message last week about seeing the open door, seeing the, the door that might be open this far and saying, yep, let's do this, let's go for it. But now we read... Moses is dead. That season is finished. It's gone, Joshua. As we read that, as we reflect on that, I want to ask you this morning, what season of life are you in? What season are you in right now, today, on July the 24th, 2022? It's not July 20 anymore. It's not, it's not August yet. What season are you in today? I wonder how honest you're being about the season you're in right now. Joshua could have tried to put off God's call. He could have tried to be in denial. But Moses was dead and he says to the people of Israel, he says, in three days we're going in. He doesn't put it off. He hears God's call and he says, okay, let's do this. We're going he hears the call to step up into this new season. And you know, life has seasons. I think in our Western world, we almost try and live in denial about the seasons of life. Does anyone hear me? We, we, we want strawberries every day of the year, even if they taste like cardboard because they've been cold storage for however long. It's like we live in denial about the natural seasons, I think. 
you know, we work the same hours, seven days, we, all year round. We, we, we don't want to recognise the seasons. We have heating for winter and we're cooling for summer. summer. Praise be to God for that. But, you know, I, I think we live in denial about the seasons and we just want to be fruitful every season of life. But there are summers and there are winters and there are autumns and there are springtimes. You know, I think the invention of the light bulb has a lot to answer for. Maybe electricity, full stop. I'll leave that there. You know, in life, we can try and deny the season we're in. Maybe a season of pain. Maybe a season of of heartache. Maybe it's a season of stepping up into a calling that God has for us. We can try and fake it. But it's only when we honestly recognize our reality that we can truly listen and hear God's voice and know his leading. Point number one, recognize your reality. Your reality, not the person beside you, not that person over there, what is going on for that person. What is your reality right now? Where are you at in life? What are the things going on in your life, the pressures What's happening in your life? It goes on after the first two verses of God making it very clear that Moses is dead. He says in verse 3, I promise you what I promised Moses. Wherever you set your foot to the east, to the west, to the north, the south, no one will stand against you. I will not fail you or abandon you. That is an awesome promise right there. And then we come to the line of the book of Joshua, the line that everyone quotes, the line that's probably everyone's favorite three words, four words of the book of Joshua. What is it? Be strong and courageous. Be strong and courageous. Three times in the first chapter, God says to Joshua, be strong and courageous, or be strong and very courageous. And you might think, right, that's going to be Andrew's next point, isn't it? I know. I've read your notes, Andrew, but you're wrong. (laughs) Because I know I can tell you be strong and courageous. And I know in your mind what you'll hear is I need to try harder. I need to just push a little harder. I need to try a little harder. I've got to try and do this. If I made my next point, be strong and courageous, I know that's how half of you would hear that. And you'd just think, oh, wow, I'm not good enough. But that is not the point that God is making here. You see, God has already spoken to Joshua. God has already declared to the people of Israel his plans for Joshua and his people. You go back and read through Numbers 27. God had told Moses to present Joshua to the priest and to the people of Israel. And God acknowledged Joshua was going to be the one to lead his people. He promised to lead and guide Joshua, to lead his people into the promised land. And now he's saying, it's time to do what I have said I'm going to do in and through you. I've got a post-it stuck on my notes because I wrote something down and I thought, I don't know if I want to say that. I'm like, it's slightly non-pastoral. Um <laughs> Can I say something that may may sound slightly harsh for a moment? I think most of us don't know how to be still long enough to hear God speak, to be strong and courageous. 
We are so distracted. As a generation, as people, I'm not just pointing out us as a church, but as people who live in 2022, we are so distracted. I used to hear statistics, if people didn't hear someone speaking for seven seconds, they'd fill the gap. I think the, the gap's about three seconds now. It's like our attention spans, that we have trained ourselves to be inattentive to God. And I'm giving myself a slap here too. <laughs> Let's be people that allow ourselves to be still and know that He is God. To be still long enough to allow God to speak to our heart, to hear that still, small voice of what He's saying to you. Let's move on from that point. <laughs> Being strong and courageous has nothing to do with me and it has nothing to do with you. Praise be to God. Because you know what? I'm weak. You are weak. We fail. We mess up. We go up and down like a roller coaster in our emotions. But God is faithful. Being strong and courageous is about trusting in God's call. That's what it's about. Be strong and courageous. Trust in God's call. If you want to be strong and courageous, listen to Him. If you want to be strong and courageous, have a listen to what he says in verse 7. If you want to be strong and courageous, he says, Be strong and very courageous. Be careful to obey all the instructions Moses gave you. Or I want to say to you that God has given you. Do not deviate from them, turning either to the right or to the left. Then you will be successful in everything you do. What a promise. What a promise that you could be successful in everything you do. How? By not turning to the left or the right. If we will recognize the season that we are in, if we will listen to the God's call for us, and as I said, not the person beside you, not that person over there. You know, sometimes we say, oh God, how come they get to do that? Or why is it okay for them to do this? Or how come I have to do that? If they're allowed to do that and that and that, I don't have to do this if they don't have to, God. Like it's the book of John all over again as as. as Peter points to John and says, oh, what about him, Lord? You know, comparison kills our, our joy. Comparison kills our obedience because we compare and decide, well, I'll just do a bit of what God says and a bit of what they're doing. What is God saying to you? Recognize your season, listen to God's call, and you will be strong and courageous and successful in whatever it is that God is calling you to. After that, it goes on in verse 8 and 9. He says, study this book of instruction continually. Didn't say go to church once a week or once a month. Study this book of instruction continually. Meditate on it day and night so you'll be sure to obey everything written in it. Only then will you prosper and succeed in all you do. This is my command. Be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid. You're hearing God's call and you're thinking, God, I can't do that. Yes, you can. Don't be afraid or discouraged. For the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. It's Him that does the work in you and through you. I love that line that we sang this morning, um, a rock of ages. 
I'm standing in your faithfulness because I wouldn't stand up here and speak to you this morning if I didn't trust in the faithfulness of God to speak through me. Point number three, hear plus trust plus obey equals success. That's as best I can break it down. If we don't hear and trust and obey, we will not succeed. And if you take away any one of those things, if you don't listen and hear what God is saying, you can trust and obey and, and hope you're doing what God wants, but we won't be successful if we're not listening. If we hear and we don't trust and we still obey, we'll do it, but we won't do it with a joyful heart. We won't do it with, with peace and joy that God desires for us. To be honest, I think so much of our anxiousness, our, our worries, our fears, that's where we miss it. We feel like we've been called to do more than God has called us to. And we, we, we lose that trust. We hear God's call, but we, we don't trust that he's the one that goes to do it before us. And we try and do it in our own strength. And we don't have the, the joy and the peace that God wants for us to have in the journey. And we can hear and we can trust, but if we don't obey, then it's not going to be successful. The message of the book of Joshua in whatever season you are in, is not just be strong and courageous, not just do more, be braver, take the land. The message of the book and the title of this series is Be With God. And over the next seven weeks, we're going to explore that phrase some more. But if we can be with God, if we can dwell with Him, if we can listen to Him, if we can come to Him and trust in Him, we will be strong and courageous. When you see that phrase or think about that phrase, be with God, know that it's in Him that you will find strength. It's in Him that you will find comfort. In Him you will find peace and joy and every other good thing. Can I be really honest though? You may not be successful in our world's eyes if you do this. You may not be successful in our, in our world's view. You may not have all the things that the world thinks you should have or you may not be or look like what the world wants you to look like in our Babylonian, non-Christ-focused world. But if you want to be successful in the eyes of God, if you want to live for the glory of God, hear and trust and simply obey be with God. I ask the band to come, to come to lead us in this final song. But first, I just want to read the words of Moses to the people who decided, you know, there was a, a part of the, the nation of Israel that had decided that they wanted to stay on the east side of the Jordan. They, they decided, hey, this land is good. This is, this is like the new, this is the hot spot. This is where it's at. And and. Uh, that's, they want to stay there. And Moses is like, yep, cool, you can stay there, but you've got to go help the others claim their land first. Then you can go back and settle there. And in verse 12 and 13, I just want to read again. It says, Then Joshua called the tribes of Reuben, Gad, and the half-tribe of Manasseh, these ones that wanted to stay on the east side of the Jordan. He told them, Remember what Moses, the, Lord, uh, the, the servant of the Lord, commanded you. The Lord your God is giving you a place of rest. He has given you this land. The Lord your God has given you a place of rest. The Lord your God is offering you a place of rest today, church. 
The Lord your God has given you, He has created, He has reserved a place of rest for you and it is in Him. He wants you day by day just to know His call, to know His presence, to be with Him and live in that place of rest in Him. I do just want to point out too though, He says, strap on your swords, put on your armour, because God's given you this place of rest. But you're also called to go and fight for those who haven't yet entered it. There is a calling for you to go into that land that's still in turmoil and help find some people to help them find some rest. And God has called us not to just get zapped into heaven the moment we believe in Jesus Christ, but He has called us to live in this land and help some people find some rest in Him to find their purpose in Him, to find their calling in God, that He loves them completely and that they too might have rest, an eternal rest in Him. Whatever season you're in, I just want to encourage you as we sing this song, just to say, God, speak to me again. Lead me. We stand as I pray right now. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. God, we just thank you so much for your word. We thank you, Lord, as we meditate upon your word day by day. That, Lord, you have promised to speak to us. That, Lord, you do speak to us. Lord, we just thank you for the book of Joshua, that we can spend this time together in the book of Joshua over the next few weeks. Lord, I just thank you for the things that you've spoken to me about already. And, Lord, I I just pray and ask, Lord, that you'll continue to speak to your people, even right now in this moment, Lord. Lord, I just pray that you would help us to be people who do meditate upon your word, who listen to your voice. Lord, I just pray right now in this moment that you would just speak to people's hearts about the things that you have for them. Thank you, Jesus. Maybe you're thinking, you know what, I don't have any great scheme of what God wants me to do with my life. And I just want to encourage you, just as we heard in our, in our course with Pastor Mike last week, every believer is called to the ministry of love and reconciliation. Every believer in Christ is called to love one another, to serve one another, to show mercy and justice and, and follow in the way of Christ. There is God's call for you. Thank you, Jesus. Lord, help us to hear. Help us to hear what your Spirit is saying to us today, Lord, and and every day. And Lord, I just pray that there'll be a sense of trust, even as we look at the book of Joshua, as we see your faithfulness, God. Lord, you were faithful to David. You were faithful to Moses. You were faithful to Joshua. And you are still faithful today. God, I pray that even as we lift our eyes to You as we put our faith and our trust in You, that, Lord, You would bring the joy of Your Holy Spirit, the fruit of Your Holy Spirit would abound in us. And that, Lord, we would, step by step, follow You in obedience. Lord, to be for Your glory. And we just thank You, Lord, that You will say, as we go and be with You in eternity, well done, good and faithful servant, that we can be strong and courageous in this life for You. Lord, I just want to pray for anyone here today that they've never understood your love for them. Anyone who's never 
surrendered their life to you, God. I just pray today for that person, Lord. I just thank you, Jesus, that anyone who calls on you, anyone who recognises their sin and says, thank you, Jesus, that you died for me. I want to live for you. Lord, you, you forgive us for our sins and we become a new creation in Christ. If that's your prayer today, just, just say it quietly in your heart to God. God, please forgive me. Lord, help me to trust in you. Thank you, Jesus. If there's anything happening in your life right now that you would like prayer, please feel free to come as we sing this song. I don't know where we're going to start, Rach. I'll hand that over to you. And uh, let's thank Him and praise Him and let Him speak to our hearts this morning as we finish with this song now.